Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Lauren. And we are here on a Thursday. Hello, everybody. I wanted to talk to you about something. We have a Dear DST today, but I was watching 90 Day Fiance. Uh I'm on the current season. I know you have complicated feelings about this show, and we don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm actually addicted to this show. I think it's like one of the most real reality shows on television. Um, These aren't housewives. No, these it, are at-risk humans. Yeah, and like these are people who are going through a legal process, mm-hmm. you know, and also making a huge life change, and you get to see it unfold before your eyes. And there are so many different stories. I just love it. But on this, this reminds me of on the last episode, you were like, "I thought you were going to say you b- put on binoculars and watch your neighbors <laughs> and watch their lives." I'm just realizing this about you. Like you love like voyeuristic. I, yeah. <laughs> I love voyeurism. Yeah. I really do. And that's why past guest of the show, Tracy Carnazzo, she turned me on to Teen Mom. Mm. I also love Teen Mom because I love that slice of life. You want the TMI. I do. I I used to watch shows like The Bachelor and stuff. And now I'm like, ugh, it's so orchestrated. It's so overly produced. You can't get your fix. Yeah. Like it's just none of that shit is real. And I just can't get invested. Like the next bus. Yeah, yes, exactly. Except that I was- like a guy with a big dick and <laughs> seven figures. But you know what? That was hella entertaining. I it miss was. Next. It I was. really do. They'll probably bring it back. The nostalgia is, is really hot right now. Yeah, the Next nostalgia. If he brings up my hair extensions, I'm going to say Next. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was good. But yeah, I'm in this current season and people need to get at me if they're watching it because I need to talk to somebody about this. But there is this one couple. They're fairly young. I don't remember how old they are, but they seem to be in their Mm mid-20s maybe. And there's a man from Korea who's coming to America to marry this American girl. And she is I'm only I only know this because they just did an episode where she shops for her wedding dress. Mm They say she's a size six to eight, okay? But she's short. So I guess- She's a petite straight size. She is a petite straight size. Yeah. But I guess to this man, she's chubby. And that might be by Korean standards. Oh, I'm wow. not. I'm not sure. But I anyway. should go join the circus in Korea. Right. <laughs> the Have you ever seen a size 22 ass? I, I say this, I mean... They would throw, they would like throw tomatoes at me if they think a, a size eight is is chubby. Yeah, and he's been saying a lot of stuff like there's, you know, there's so many fewer fat people in Korea and they're way less fat. So like what we think is is fat or chubby is yeah. different than what you think in the States. And it makes sense. Yeah, it's I a mean, cultural difference. Everything is relative, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it just is. So 
Anyway, this is all to say, from the beginning of their relationship, he has nicknamed this girl Piggy. And it's kind of cute. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, it's coming from a cute place. Yeah. Like, he doesn't think it's an insult. Yeah. He calls her Piggy, and and he's in the confessional saying, like, I call her Piggy because she's cute, like a little pig. Mm-hmm. And and um, and she's chubby. We're like, and in America, that means... In America, yeah, like in America, you don't call people pigs. Like even the people who have adopted the word fat as a neutral descriptor, Mm -hmm. I I still think a lot of them might be offended if somebody said you pig, you know, it has a a negative connotation. So anyway, he introduces this as like, this is her cute nickname and I'm bringing her this stuffed pig that I bought in Korea and it's going to be our welcome gift or whatever. And I'm watching this and I'm like, Oh God, no. Somewhere deep inside me, I know that this girl doesn't like it. Like I was going to ask, does she like the nickname? So we don't hear from her in the beginning. We just hear like, oh yeah, I call her this. It's It's just him being like, she loves it. So she loves to be called my little pig. Well, you can tell that like they're setting it up, right? So because I've seen this show before Mm -hmm. and I know how they set things up, I know that this is going to be an issue. Yeah. So I'm watching this with Andy and we have this whole conversation about like, do you think she's going to be okay with this? Do you think her family's going to be okay with this? And Andy's like, no, he just explained it. Like he doesn't, it's not coming from a bad place. He's Korean. Like it's a, it's a different culture and, and whatever. Oh man. So he's like, man to man, we worked it out. Right. He explained himself. And he's like, no. End of story. No, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, Andy, he cannot go to the U.S. and call this girl a pig in front of her family. He can't do that. And he was like, about he's foreign and I'm like no you just you don't know how things work lo and behold he comes to the airport he has the stuffed pig and he gives it to her and you can see the look on her face these like, producers man they knew what they were they were like you should get her a pig do you think they planted that idea Not to be one of those people who like makes things less fun but it sounds yeah. like the no, producer yeah. was like, well, why don't you really bite down on this piggy thing? You know what? And give her a pig. No, you're probably right because I'm saying it's less produced than other shows, but you know there's a lot of production that goes into this. So like they, they might have- give them like- Prompts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. So so you can tell she doesn't love it, right? She's tolerating it. Then when they go and meet her family, he brings it up again. And her family's like not amused. Not amused. And her dad has to have a conversation with him like, hey, why are you calling my daughter a pig? And he has to explain (laughs) it again like, no, it's a term of endearment. It's it's not a mean thing. It's I think she's adorable like a little pig. (laughs) I get where he's coming from. But like use your empathy brain or whatever. And like because if she this. I thought this was going to go differently. I thought this was going to be a story about like, because I looked at the outline, like, you know, he calls her piggy and she likes it, but her family doesn't. But like, oh. if she doesn't like it, don't call her piggy. I know. Come well, on, dude, let it drop it. Yeah. Like, can't you pick up on her cues? This is the thing. I don't think, I, I think it's the type of thing where like he said it once and she was like, mm, I don't love that, but like, I'm not going to say anything, whatever. It's you know fine. what? This is another American like woman culture thing that I had in Spain is like we smile when we say no to things 
or when we talk about how we don't like things, it's just like a feminine thing we have learned through our culture. Like if a guy asks you out, we go, oh, no, thanks, or I'm good. But you're smiling. And in some cultures, like when I was in Spain, we had to be taught, like, if a guy asks you out and you say no, you cannot smile. Why? And it was the hardest thing because if you smile and go, oh, no, I'm not interested, they take the smile to mean you're happy and, yes, you are interested. <laughs> like you're playing hard to get? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so we had to practice being like, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. Stoic. <laughs> Deadpan. So so Wait, that is so weird. It's really hard. Now and that so you she's that, probably you're... like, oh, that's okay. Oh, that's nice. When really she's just like, I don't want to be called a pig. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and her mom actually later revealed that she hides her emotions. So, you know, there her, you go. her mom and her family can tell that this really bugs it's her. It's not her fault. It's our culture's culture's right. fault but I well yeah and and I, I do think you know by the same rule of like we can acknowledge that in his culture it might mean something different mm-hmm. and he's not being he's not being vindictive about it like that it's coming from a different place yeah he can also do that with the American culture I think sometimes people forget that Americans yeah, have a culture ways. too yeah yeah and and like you can see that, okay, maybe I don't mean it in this way, but she's taking it poorly. So maybe don't say that anymore. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to ask you about it because it's like, yeah, words have evolved and we are challenging the way we think about certain words like fat and chubby. And, and, you know, when we're talking about larger bodies, Mm -hmm. these words, we're challenging them. So like, do you, would you be okay with somebody if they meant it positively being like, Hey, little pig. Okay, no, not the way you just said it. <laughs> okay. Um, if so, when the, when you said piggy the first time, I smiled because I was like, "That's cute." You know, like if somebody, whether it's they're from a different culture or whatever, if I was dating a guy, you know what? No, I don't like it. Right? It's weird. Like, I don't like it. But something about the word piggy is cute. It's like. I guess it makes me think of Miss Piggy, like Kermit and Miss Piggy, mm. you know, because nobody's like Miss Piggy's a slop. Like she's a star. She's glam. You know, she's a glam piggy star. Yeah. But, you know, my mind went to Lord of the Flies, which is funny. <laughs> Yours oh, went to Muppets. Oh my God. That's so funny. That explains our personalities. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. 
That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why C developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit C.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. So right before I went to Spain to study abroad, so my friend Thomas, Treadmill Thomas. Treadmill Thomas. Treadmill Thomas. Making his return. I have no idea I'd be talking about Thomas so much. I, this is like a friend from over 10 years ago, but he keeps coming up. But clearly very influential. He was he was a big part of my college life, you know? So he did this study abroad program in Spain the year before I did the exact same study abroad program. It's like very intimate, 12 students. We bring our own teachers. We took classes in a castle. It was amazing, actually. I did a program just like this, but in London. Yeah, like where we went over with our professors. Yes. And nobody knows what I'm talking about when I say that. No, no. We brought why I'm like making this face. We brought our own teachers and it was a really immersive experience because we weren't with other Americans. Like we were in this small town in Spain. It was called Trujillo and nobody spoke English. Like we had to learn the language. Did you know Spanish before? I knew it a little bit, but then in Spain, you... I became fluent like immediately. Really? You picked it right up. I lived with a host family and they spoke no English. And so it was, I'm so jealous. It's like throwing your like your kid into a pool without knowing how to swim. And then you yeah. have, you have to learn how to swim. It's sink don't or throw swim your time. Kids in the pool, guys. Yeah, but, don't do that. Uh, but, but that's what it was like language wise. Anyway, so Thomas does this trip and I tell him I'm going to go. And he goes, he goes, this is going to be an awkward conversation, but I need to tell you something. He goes, they're going to call you fat. He goes, they're going to call you fat a lot. And it's not an insult. It's just because in uh, Spanish, the word fat is is gorda for a girl, gordo for a boy. And he's like, and it's not offensive. He's like, they're just very blunt. They describe people. They go, well, that's the black one. That's the Chinese one. That's the fat one. They just, that's how they talk. And I just want to prepare you so you don't get upset. And it was actually really nice because as soon as I got there, like I started hearing it like, the bartender, Emilio, he always called me like, ah, la gordita está aquí. Really? So this was immediate. It, like I was gordita because I was the fat one. And it really, in retrospect, I'm like, I was like a 14 or 16, but like. Oh, funny. But still, it was like that. This was the, you know, this was like 2010. So yeah. it's like, that was a little yeah, bit and, of a fat like, time, I uh, guess. Well, but it also, maybe it depends on like the standard of fat, like we were yeah. saying. Like pe- people have different standards of fat. But it wasn't mean. Like, and I don't think. I don't think necessarily they were super enlightened where they're like, it's just a word, but it was, <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, you're fat. And like, so what, you know, or, or it's just like, it is what it is. Like, 
Yeah. So it's interesting because uh, when Gina Brion was on, we were talking about this too, because mm-hmm. she obviously um, grew up in a Hispanic family and people would, and she said, you know, people would say gorda or flaca for thin, yeah. for the skinny one. And the, it's when, not mean. I, but here's the thing. I don't fully understand it still. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe I never will because I'm not part of that culture, but it seems like it's not a mean thing, but it's also not a nice thing. Like it's not, it it's not like it doesn't come with any malintent, but people still, it does hurt people's feelings. Like I you don't necessarily. an American, a white American's feelings. It's not like everybody in Spain is so body positive. That's or, what I'm saying. It's so hard to explain. Like they're not. They're not being mean, but they're also not being body neutral. You know, it's uh-huh. just here if it's like we feel bad about being in bigger bodies, but we don't talk about it. You know, it's right. like, oh, don't say that. Or but like in if Spain, you're, they're mom, like, you're fat. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess like if if your mom thinks that one of your siblings like is looking fat or something, mm-hmm. she wouldn't say it to your sibling's face. She would say it to you. Yeah. So later that situation in America and North America would be like behind her back, like your sister's gaining weight or whatever. But in Spain, they would be like, you look fat, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> like it's not necessarily positive or negative. It's just a cultural difference that Thomas wanted to prepare me for. And I really appreciate it. The like, Actually, the funniest memory I have is I was at dinner with my host family and the cookies in Spain hot take are disgusting. Spain does not know how to make cookies. They're That's a big statement. I stand by it. I've been to Spain twice last year. I lived there in college. The cookies are not good. They're like these hard, crumbly biscuits. I don't know. Maybe there's some bakeries in Spain that know how to make good galletas, but these were not good cookies. And we were at dinner and she was like, in in Spanish, she was like, do you want a cookie? And I was like, oh, no, thanks. And in Spanish, she goes, oh, because you are fat and want to lose weight? You know, just uh-huh. like she was saying, like, oh, the sun is out today or something. Yeah, they're, they're just blunt, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, I just don't want a cookie. Wow. But uh, but th- that is kind of. Yeah, it's like the devil, you know, versus the devil, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like they tell you they tell you what they're thinking. But that's kind of beautiful. It's kind of nice. Yeah, because here it's like, you know, people give me the once like I know people. I sound paranoid, but I know people will look at me and they'll give me the once over and they're thinking like, I don't like how you look, you know, uh-huh. but they'll never say it to my face. And but in Spain, they'll be like, <laughs> but I don't know which is better because the the mean the meanest thing that happened to me in Spain was I was eating a turkey leg in a. Ooh, that's a whole vibe. <laughs> it was, a turkey leg. It was like a medieval fair or something that was nice. happening. And I, I had an internship at the office of tourism and my manager came out and she was like are you not embarrassed to eat in public oh my gosh and I was like no and then I learned that's a whole thing like a lot of people in bigger bodies have issues like eating in front of other people because they don't want to like project some sort of yeah well that health or unhealth or whatever but I've I actually have not struggled with that I just it's eating yeah, I I'm mean, hungry you too. Like, yeah, well, that's great that you haven't struggled with that. I definitely struggled with that when I was in a bigger body, for sure. Going out it's to eat. It's a common thing. Going out to eat, I always thought I needed to get like the plain no, salad. Give me the turkey know? leg. I And th- that's the attitude that you should have. Also, there's nothing wrong with a turkey leg. It's hella protein. No estas, no tienes. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, thank you for that perspective. Yeah. I, I just had to air that out. People slide in my DMs if you think the 
nickname Piggy is cute and should not be questioned. It's cute if you think it's cute, but right. she doesn't think it's cute. If it didn't so bother he her. So needs to back off. Yes. Yes. No, I, I agree with you. I'll let you know how it goes because I'm not done with the season yet. Okay. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Let's get into the Dear DST for today. Hi, ladies. I consider myself an OG DST-er, and I loved watching it evolve. Excited to see where you both take it next. Thank you. Anyways, I had an incident at work the other day that I wanted some advice on. I'm from the U.S., but work in London and would consider my workplace very diverse. A girl I hadn't seen in a while mentioned in the morning how it had been a while since we last saw each other. I consider us to be friendly, and she's a really sweet girl who I've always enjoyed working with. Later in the morning, I ran into her again, and she again mentioned it's been quite some time since we've seen each other, and then out of nowhere goes, you look like you've gained weight. She from Spain? Yeah, well, this is, <laughs> this is the question, right? I brushed it off and laughed, said something like, ah, must have been before Christmas, and walked away. Let me tell you, this cut me to my core. Mm. I've been self-aware. I've gained a pound or two, but I've actively had good habits in place while training for another half marathon, plus the strength training I do. I've not been self-conscious about it because of said actions above, but having someone else pointed out has really wrecked me. Mm. I'm sure she meant absolutely nothing by it in a malicious way, but she's also not the first person at work who's commented on it. The other comment being on the other end saying when you first arrived, you had more weight and now you lost it. These people can't make up their minds. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I've got the most amazing personal trainer who I've done a lot of work with mentally and physically. And I've done a lot of work personally to get out of my disordered eating habits and found this now happy place that I've considered myself in. Now, this one comment from a girl at work has sent me spiraling the last few days. Any advice on how to get out of it? Lots of love, your spiraling betch. Oh, honey. So this, no, but this is kind of related because it's like, does she, she's in a different culture. Do, do, yeah, like, is it just a cultural difference, perhaps? I mean, so I 
did study abroad in London. That mm-hmm. was not my experience in London. The emailer is from the US, but she's saying she's working in London. So yeah. I don't know if maybe her coworker is European and maybe there's a cultural difference there. Right. I'm not sure. But now in light of this piggy conversation, I'm like, we do need to kind of take these things into account maybe. But also it's you're you can be offended either yeah, way. Yeah, I feel like, you know, cultural differences are going to exist and it's going to cause miscommunications and clashes, but you can always you can always tell someone that you're not comfortable with them making comments on your body. The word uncomfortable, I was just talking to Tess about this yesterday. It's such a hack because people if people who push through when you say, oh, I'm actually not comfortable talking about X, Y, Z. And if they keep going, they look like an asshole. Yeah. You know, like just, <laughs> I don't mean to be so simple, but just be like, oh, I'm actually not comfortable with you making comments on my body, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> the bitch is implied. Calling out. Yeah. Don't say bitch at work. Um, unless you work at betches. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> but just add an E. It's all good. It's, especially if you frame it in a way where it's like, I like comments on my body you're calling out like on such a base level like how shitty they're being yeah you know and that's also that's setting boundaries 101 yeah right it's like I'm not I don't comfortable. care where you're from don't say I've gained weight or lost weight yeah you know it's so confusing because I can't even think of somebody I'm comfortable with enough maybe my own mother because like maybe if she if she lost a lot of weight I might be concerned about her you right. know or if you but, knew she was trying to lose weight and lost weight and yeah. then want to hear about it but it's it's such an exception to the rule thing where you should absolutely never make a comment about somebody else's body also I don't know if you should go to lunch with this girl because like it sounds like she doesn't have a lot to no. talk about like she called out the first thing that she saw, which is like, maybe you're a little heavier than you were the last time That's she saw like you. like a toddler would do. Like, do you want a cookie? Like, oh, you're bigger than like, <laughs> who cares? Like, yeah, you know, the wall is pink and you gained weight. Like, OK. Yeah. The, I mean, do you have anything work related to talk about? Right. And and may, but I keep going back and forth because I'm like, maybe she just doesn't see it as a. As something that would make you uncomfortable, but that's why you need to say. Who would want to hear? Well, I'm saying if there is a cultural difference of some kind, which I'm not even convinced that that's it. Yeah. But I don't know why I'm trying to make excuses for this girl. I really don't know why. I'm just, I'm trying to rationalize it because I don't think you're trying to make excuses. I think it's an interesting conversation about different cultures and how people speak to each other. Yeah. And we're just so body conscious in America that I think we extra care when people make comments about our bodies like it is possible that a London person to a London person might be like oh you've gained weight and then the other person might be like I know I gotta get to the gym or something Mm -hmm. and it's just like a neutral conversation but in their culture they're they talk about wanting to lose weight a lot or something you know like it's possible there's communities where it is normal like people who go to weight loss meetings and stuff they say like oh you look like you've lost or gained and then they talk about it yeah yeah Uh, but regardless you're correct that if it makes somebody uncomfortable they're allowed to say so yeah And, and you should you should um my bigger issue is like i i don't know if you should hang out with this Girl, <laughs> did I miss that part? Is she did she say she wants to get lunch with her? Or well, something? no, but like it seems like this girl is trying to reconnect with her, <laughs> and but if that's all she has to say is you look like you've gained weight, she that doesn't socially inept. I don't know. To me, that doesn't bode too well for that lunch conversation. Mm-mm. Maybe it's just me. That's a good tip. 
I, you know, just just be careful. And and then this later on in the email, she's talking about having the personal trainer becoming more body neutral. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate, you can be body neutral and still be bothered by this comment. Totally. It's it's okay. It doesn't mean that the work that you've been doing isn't working or isn't valid. You're allowed to have preferences about people talking about your body. I get why she wanted to say she's been working with a trainer and everything, but I also want to say to this person, you don't have to prove your health to anybody. Yeah. Like it doesn't, even if you have been at home, like watching TV and ordering takeout, you don't deserve for someone to come at you and make a comment about your body. Like it does, like I'm glad you're working with a trainer. I'm glad you're in recovery and all these things, but you don't have to prove your health to us, to your coworkers, to anybody. That is your business. Yeah, I, I think that's important to say. I just got really upset. No, but but <laughs> thank you for saying that, though. Can I ask you a question about that, actually? Sure, sure. I've seen that phrase, like, fat people don't owe you health. No. And, like, what do people mean when they say that? Because there's a lot of, like, proving your health yeah. as a fat person. Or at least that's how it seems. Like, because we're trying to um, reframe this idea that weight equates to health or people can tell how healthy you are based on your weight. So sometimes a fat person will say, well, you actually don't know how healthy I am. I'm right. super healthy and I happen to be this size. But yeah. then on the other side, you hear fat people don't owe you health. So it's I think both are true. I think it gets complicated because you can't tell health is not a look. Fat people are healthy. Skinny people are healthy. Like all of this stuff is true. And skinny people are also unhealthy and fat people are also unhealthy. That's what like, I'm, yeah, yeah. Like this is all true stuff. And what sucks is like we do have a ways to go with that, which I think is why a lot of fat people are like, uh, look at me at the gym. Look at me. I did a backflip. Look at me. I did this. And it's like it's great. Like fat people can be fitness influencers and all these things. But I think there there's like a sect of us where it's like we feel like we have to like even me like I'm I used to love to say like, my blood works great. It's just a high BMI, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, that doesn't matter. Like that's very, it's like almost eugenicist to be like, but I, my bloods are this. And this. it's just like somebody, your health, your physical health, whether it's from genetics or personal habits or just existing in the time we live in today, none of that should affect how somebody is going to treat you or talk to you. You know, and mm -hmm. I think that's where the fat people don't owe you health thing comes from is like we feel this pressure to prove ourselves. But like you don't have to prove yourself. You can you can exist. You can live your life and hang out with people who don't make you feel bad. Yeah, I love that. And also that's that's something that you see thrown out there a lot, especially on the Internet is like, good luck getting diabetes or like, you know, good luck being that was a on comment about me. Did you read that one? No. Did somebody say that? Yeah, it was on. Um, we have a clip on uh, I might post it on the Instagram, but we have a clip about concern trolls. Right. Yes. And somebody was like, I'm concerned about her pre diabetes. And I was and I was like, Remy commented. She was like, oh, found one. Yes. OK, <laughs> so, yes, the concern trolls are there. But then some people it's like they're not even trying to cloak it in concern. They're just like, you're fucking unhealthy. Like, good job. Yeah. Telling young girls that you should be like that. And it's like, OK, like, I didn't know so, I was doing that. <laughs> but it, but it's very it's it's insane. Yeah. I think it's very natural to want to come back at that and be like, actually, I am healthy. And just because I'm this size, it doesn't mean I'm not healthy. That's why it's so complicated because right. this is an internal struggle with so many fat people right now where we just want to like scream like, 
we're healthy, but at the same time, there's a lot of fat disabled people. And it's like, well, why are we throwing them under the bus? You know, like we don't need to prove our health status. Like that's fucked up. And skinny people don't need to. Like, I I think that's another thing. Nobody's asking thin people to prove themselves. Right. And and you don't see like a skinny person coming on and defending themselves. Like, actually, I'm really healthy, guys. Like they don't need to do that. (laughs) So then why do people in larger bodies? Extra labor for us. And we just don't have to do it. And sorry, I know that's a tangent. We don't know your body size. I think it's writer, but but you that just made me think of that when she was explaining all the work she's done. I think no matter what size you are, you don't need to prove your health. Right. Like you don't. Yeah. Um, And you also don't need to just silently take people commenting on your body if it's changed or not. It's your business. It's nobody else's business. Yeah. Don't Sorry get, you had to deal with that coworker. Yeah. Don't annoying. get lunch with this girl. Um, <laughs> anyway, I hope that helped. Please follow up. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know where she's from. We want to know her cultural background. Oh, yeah. That would be helpful. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And while you're at it, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Lauren Hope Crass. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Rebecca Steinberg and Lauren Hope Crass. Editing by Rebecca Steinberg. Social media by Lauren Hope Crass. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on all socials and send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.